edition of the Wide World of Motorsports podcast, recording to you for the week of May the 15th, 2022. I am James Jordan alongside Michael Wallace for, what is this, episode 12, season 5. We're, um, we're simulcast on CKMS 102.7, Radio Waterloo, CFMH 107.3, Local FM in St. John, New Brunswick. Our airwaves are all the way going out throughout the Bay of Fundy. And also on the Performance Motorsports Network worldwide on the app. You can go on your smart device. You you load it up and you you download it and we're on there. So those are just a couple ways to check us out. Also on your favorite streaming service. Um, you can hear Wallace and I here on the Wide World of Motorsports podcast, wherever you choose. Hey, Wallace. How's it going? That's, uh, that's our plug for where you might be listening to us. Check us out. Hey, we had a lot, Mm -hmm. we had a lot up on our website article wise and you took some amazing shots as well at the track, which we'll talk about in a little bit here. You can check us out on our website, the Wide World of Motorsports Podcast.wordpress.com. And through there, and Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the WWOMS, you could check out all of that action, which was, again, we'll get to again, but, and other stuffs too around the Wide World of Motorsports, other motorsports. Uh, all around, you know, that's we, we cover what we can cover and as fans from the fans perspective. We're not in it for the likes. We're just, just in it to uh, make sure that you get the dues from the track to the community. As no, best as best as we can from behind the keyboard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's that's the best that we can do. And yeah, and it's it's been a. It's been a pretty good month for the WOMs, so we'd love to hear from y'all up on our social media. Um, been been talking to some fans, and we've been getting out there with some drivers and whatnot. And hey, if you want to sponsor us, you want to be on the show, email us at um, it's I think it's just Wide World of Motorsports at gmail.com. No, no the on that one. I should have I should have put a the on that one, but I didn't because. Now we're back then. Back then, when I made it, I didn't think of just we were the wide world of motorsports. I was just like wide world of motorsports, and then now we're the (laughs) wide world of motorsports. Um, Yeah, but don't get that mixed up. So yeah, we'd love to reach out. We've had actually some people reach out to us in our email, which is great. So thank y'all for for getting out to us on different ways so it's awesome we love to hear from you and and um also maybe other stuff that we can cover too on the show uh give us some suggestions some you know uh (laughs) what's 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 a weird motorsport you're you're gonna Uh, go i know you're gonna go see one in a couple months the the chain the chain racing 
Oh, this this weekend. This weekend you're going to see the chain racing. Yeah, I'm taking the kids to go see to Full Throttle Varney. Speedway, which is in Varney. And, uh, yeah, and um, they're having chain races. Oh, so if man. you don't know what chain race or not chain races train races so train. if you don't know what a tra- train so if you don't know what a train race is it's three cars chained together usually the front car is an engine and steering no brakes the middle car is steering only no engine or brakes and the rear car is steering and brakes obviously you need three people and you go around the track and race each other it can be pretty funny they're always it's a bit of a demolition derby as well so and if anybody's been to full throttle motor speedway uh you know that'll be uh really funny because it that track is i don't even know how long it is but it's tiny 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 yeah there's lots of different um especially where we live in well (laughs) I'm kind of southwestern Ontario. You're more, what, mid? Yeah, I'd be mid Ontario. So we got some, we got some small, shorter, uh, short tracks around us, and uh, we're we're, and we'll get to that obviously in a, in a few here with a perfect mm-hmm. example actually, Sunset Speedway. Lo- love that, um, but yeah, we we try to cover it all. We we can. Try to do what we can do here at, at the WOMS. Uh, even we e- even to the to esports with our esports team, our iRacing mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, which we're we're always looking to have some folks run with us on iRacing and our in our Discord as well. Always uh, looking to have some fun with uh, with some people. If you're good enough, of course, <laughs> to be on mm-hmm. our esports team, hang out with our with our crew. So yeah, just. Uh, you, we're we're all over we we got it all here at the woms and specifically this week it was uh it was a home there's was a bit of a home game for you yeah it was it was a home race season opener as well um for the nascar pinty series so that was fantastic that was at sunset speedway so i live about 40 minutes 45 minutes north of the speedway so yeah it was the perfect the perfect distance for me so to speak i was home early i was there early it was perfect yeah unfortunately due to looking at the weather network um i won't i won't say what i want to say about it but the last, let's say it's the last time I'll ever, uh, you know, maybe I'll wait till the morning of next time <laughs> for the, for the, well, for next, yeah. for this, this upcoming weekend, that won't be much of an issue. No. Well, not race, not, not to stop racing issue. It might be yeah. an issue being soaking wet, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, no, that's hard though. You know. And you're right. They were calling for rain mm-hmm. all week. They had a had it call it uh, for rain. So Thunder. I I kept my eye on it. I tried not to really think about it. Right. But um, you know, I for me obviously it was easy. I can drive 40 minutes no problem. It's if if the race got rained out, uh, it was a little different for you. So completely understand that. So. I, 
Right. Oh, and I'm sure thing. there was other fans as well that were kind of put in that situation, although it did not look like that was much of an issue from what I've seen on the, the broadcast. But, you know, I'm sure there was a factor into play where, um, you know, especially where, where we live. And I'm sure some of our listeners are experiencing high gas prices as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, that, it's, uh... it's a gamble when you see... Uh, all week, I it was eighty percent. It went to sixty forty percent the night before, and then the morning of, I wake up and there's a couple hours window where it was like twenty thirty percent, and then it ended up clearing up. <laughs> and, it, and it was like and it was actually it looked like a beautiful beautiful day at Sunset Speedway in Innisfil, Ontario. It was a fantastic day actually it was a little hot I'm not gonna lie it was pretty warm it cooked all day long and there was zero if it, if it was the same warm the as, he, as it was here in Kitchener then I yeah I, I could imagine <laughs> I drank a lot of water you know I was drinking water as as much as I could just to stay hydrated but that's okay definitely worth it um, the weather yeah, it cooperated for. Yeah, this I had a race. bit of FOMO there. I, I wish I made that gamble after the weather. The racing gods. I I prayed all week for the racing gods to to open up the the skies, and mm-hmm. I I just was like, screw you. <laughs> so mm-hmm. actually, That's we'll funny. just blame Pepe. We'll we'll just blame him. We'll but blame Pepe. No, no, it was. It turned out to be a fantastic. <laughs> it was, and it was good. A, it, as it rolled into the night, it was still nice. You know, there's always that fear, this or not fear, that worry, or it happens this time of year, it's really warm during the day, and then it really, really drops off and gets cool. And then when that happens, there's usually a stage there where you get really attacked by bugs, but actually there was zero bugs. It was stayed warm even in the darkness, and, wow, you know, yeah, it, it led to a fantastic day of racing which we'll get to the other races that happened, the undercards, uh, as I would like to call them, for the day. You know, it. the track was fantastic. It was in great condition. The paddock was in great condition. The parking lot was in great condition. Everything was in great condition. Yeah, this so, is a track that you've been going to your whole life. Yeah, yeah, I started going here young. You know, I've talked about it before on the show going here in Barry Speedway but this one in particular as well um, I got there and walked up I was telling you about this last night because you and I chatted last night of just the the rush or the flood of nostalgia that I got from being in the place again and then I you know, as I, Jim I, Ross I, would say an out of body experience took place it, for Michael Wallace in the grandstands <laughs> what seat what yeah, section was well, that I don't. I don't know. It's it, it's at just before turn one. You go all the way to the top, the that, that part of the grandstand. So I walked over and actually went up and stood, sat down there for a few minutes just to. Just it's funny because I don't. It's funny how memories work, right? Right. It's part of me remembers it. You kind of dust it off. It's like wow, I remember that. You dust it, it off. There's yeah, but, I just, but then it, it's not. It's not the way exactly the way I remember. Mm-hmm, right. You know, things are either things have gotten changed or replaced, or it's just you know your memory is just ever 
it's it's hard to try to remember back sometimes right your memories fade whatnot over time but uh it was fantastic in that there was you know you know what added to that was walking through the garage and and hearing that that hum of the mechanic chatter as they worked on the cars you know walking through you know broken by the occasional drop of a wrench right or or the firing to I life just, of an engine i'm here in my head right now yeah that ching right that, yeah. this is very metal like you know what it is right and then you hear the air guns and and you see the guys you can hear the jack because you know what it's funny because you know those sounds you know what they sound like because you you when you walk through a paddock you just hear those so so there was that that you know it was nice in that rumble first thing in the morning right i got there about nine o'clock i got in i was about quarter to ten walking through so you know they weren't on track till twelve thirty, i think so but the the teams were they're ready to go you know you could feel that 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 um readiness that excitement that that perfection or wanting to strive the the striving for perfection it's competition to get the cars going the competition right yeah you know this year i think is going to be one of the best years in a long time. I think the teams know it, and I think there's a lot at stake for, you know, ten drivers in the field. You know, this this is really big and 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 is going to be a pivotal year for some of them. So, and the teams, and you could just it was great. It was awesome. It, it was really kind of leading you know getting that anticipation of all right this is going to be this is going to be a good day and you know i spoke to, with with a couple driver a, a, a particular driver that morning and we chit chat about what we were, he was going to expect from the race and he was expecting fireworks so even just hearing him say that uh i thought oh wow okay like this is what he's like he's already expecting this <laughs> right so so yeah you know everybody's there's there was there was no feeling of of give and take you know oh there there was no feeling that oh this is just the first race of the season we're just going to take it out take it easy i'm sure there was for some guys but i well but i just didn't get i didn't get that feeling and you know i think i think that was proven later on for sure. So let's go take a look at the unofficial results here because there, I know there are, a, or at least the entry list here, uh, because I know there's a couple of teams, obviously, that have something to prove. Let's take, you know, with mm-hmm. the new team, GM Pi, uh, with Mark Antoine Cameron and Andrew Ranger, they had, they have a new team. They, you know, they have, you, as a competitor, you, you want to go out there and you want to make that statement, if, especially if you're, and we saw that in the cup 
we've seen that in the cup series especially it's similar so people can so people can get that understanding like you know think about it you know as what we know we know well the cup you know we've seen that big time i mean we saw that you know people might not realize and today we saw that so exactly and and there's a bit of that and these are drivers that we've we're already very well familiar with but with with a new team and these and also a new team that is also wanting to get involved with the sport and i can assure you that as well it's and it's going to be great with their collaboration with pinty series and then well you bring up you bring up the that new team and and you know there was you know mark antoine came there's out. a couple teams there that are new well mark antoine came out you know guns guns of blazing uh andrew ranger Less so, but still had a good night. Um, but yeah, that team—you can tell—that team is seeing that team in the in the paddock and how they were working on their cars, and just they were they were very focused on what was going on. And I saw Mark Antoine in the in the paddock, and he looked very focused and very, you know. And not to we're say gonna, that no, none of these scared. people were very focused or anything like that, but those were where it was no, noticeable. No, just and, this is what I've just, right. I just noticed and, on that particular. And day I'm from sure these it guys. was the same with you. Look at uh, Wallace Stacy, <laughs> which I remember before sure. uh, before a week is, a week or so ago, you were saying that you wanted to because his name was Wallace and your last name was Wallace, so you thought yeah. Was, and then he ends up like he had quite a race, right? But you look at some of those those way. teams like that. Um, Glenn Styers, Sam Fellows, Who even did? though he's not so much a rookie, but he is still relatively quote unquote fresh on the scene. We saw that at how he can perform at Sunset on the ovals, which is really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Glenn did a really good job. I was really impressed uh, watching Glenn. Uh, Sam as well did a really good job. Uh, How about uh, never, never never got a photo of it, and I should have. And you're you're gonna get really mad at me right now. But Ron Fellows was also at the track. He was spotting for. Oh Sam. yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So, right, he's the spotter. So yeah. I saw Ron walking around. Uh, How about uh, Jean Philippe Bergeron finishing eighth for in the only uh, four? So that was um, that was pretty good to see. He he was consistent all day long. You know, watching practice was where it really, uh, you know, obviously this is where you're going to see who's going to rise to the top. So we saw the drivers come out and most of them were pretty much on it 100%. There was, like I said, like, you know, that, that Dave Jacobs racing feeling. They were just, man, they were 100% yesterday. And they were turning laps. These guys oh, absolutely. were driving the wheels off. And I posted that video of LP, right? The champ. Just, he, when he first came out on track, man, he was digging out at turn three and he was sideways and he was coming up to the wall. I was watching him down at, in turn one. And you can watch him come out of, three, uh, out of four there up onto the front straightaway. And uh, he's just, digging and digging and digging and they're digging out of two and the way the track is it's shaped like a cat 
with the, the, the front part of the D being the backstretch. Um, and it was just, you know, the track was, because it was hot, the track was greasy, but uh, they were getting so much grip because it's so high banked as well. And, you know, it was like a little bull ring, both two multiple grooves and they were just they were rubbering it in and they were going faster and faster and faster and it was fantastic till we saw the youngest guys in the paddock uh trayton lapsevich uh first and uh brandon watson second separated by two one thousandths of a second for first practice and lp uh, game in third there. So it was um, practice. If practice was any indication of the day, uh, it was it was pretty accurate. It was pretty accurate, I have to say. How did... Qual- yeah, so uh, I was not able to obviously catch those. So how did those go? Quali- qualifying was good too. So, you know, after practice, all the cars came in. Again, they had another couple hours of of tinkering with the cars, and they came in. The teams were pretty much ready to work on the cars, getting them ready for pre-qualifying inspection. During that time, though, we had two invitational races out of the track. Just before qualifying, we had uh, like a four-cylinder invitational, 1,000 to win, and uh, the Super Stocks. Uh, quick, quick super stock series like that. Those cars, uh, three thousand to win, and uh, man, did they put on fantastic! I, that's why I love going to the short tracks. And I was talking to was talking to a guy there and said, you know, when we watched the uh, the four cylinder four cylinder feature, thirty laps, green to checkered. No cautions. And these guys drove the wheels off these cars. They were beating and banging. It was awesome. They, uh, honestly, I, I've, I thought to myself after that race, there's no way that any other race tonight was going to top that race. It was that good, I thought. And, um, you know, those guys are the, the, the next generation. So go out and support your local short track because... You never know where the stars are going to come from, and it's good racing. It's entertaining racing. Sometimes it's better than Cup Series. So qualifying, sorry, the Superstock race was equally. They had a caution, you know, a little dust up, but it was equally as good. I would have said that the four-cylinder race was better of the two for sure. But after that, we headed into qualifying. Now, cars were impounded pre-qualifying meaning that once, I guess, they were on a time a timer, and once it hit that time, you're no longer allowed to work on the cars. Like, whatever you have is what you have, and after qualifying, it's still impounded. So whatever you have at that point, you have until the competition caution or until you pit at some point in the race if you so choose to. You'd probably make a few changes. So qualifying went out in reverse or fastest in practice so slowest went first and it was pretty much it just every person went faster than the previous person in and went faster and faster what's that in the Pinty series yeah right 
Yeah, so they just did one. Uh, they did uh, single lap qualifying, uh, two laps on it right out of the gate. So if you know Barry, exit of or Sunset Speedway, exit of turn two is the exit of pit road. So they're just they're hammered on it right, right. from that point around because they were getting the green flag and they're busting two laps and then they're into the pits. So. Well, and so what was really interesting about qualifying is, like I said, is that they kept going, you know, each person was going faster than the other and, and that. But everybody was doing it on their second lap, right? Like, all the tires are up to temp, brakes are up to, or closer to temp, brakes are closer to temp, the car's just ready to go. And most of the time, if, this, if they didn't do it in the second lap, it's because they made a mistake. Well, Brandon... Watson, uh, sorry, Brandon Watson goes out. Yeah, his second last to go, and he nails a 14 uh, 7 on his first lap. Kills it. Yeah, I got, I, I couldn't believe it. And then Trey, Trey went next, and and obviously he didn't beat him, but he started P2, which was fantastic for him. But, uh, yeah, you know, really the young guns seem to just come out and say, like, hey, we're here. We're here to race. We're, we're, we mean business, too. It's time to take us serious. So, you know, that was really cool. But it's funny to say that the young guns are, are, are saying, hey, we're here. You know, the vets are saying, yeah, we're here too, because LP was in third. And I for oh, I can't forget who started in fourth. I, I think I'm. Who started P4? Nah, I think Raphael started so, fourth. So he, uh, yeah, Raph guy. started fourth. LP Mark started was, third, but he finished ninth. Uh, that was, yeah, he didn't have a he didn't have a good day. He had but, a few issues. Um, well, yeah, we'll get to that. But, yeah, so, yeah, there's a couple of different with, – with Brandon Watson coming in there, um, mm -hmm. with David rocking, White. Rocking a uh, 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 throwback stash, too, which was kind of funny to see him J um, walk uh, around so, with that. Uh, J.P. Bergeron. So I, a few minutes ago, I actually <clears> – <throat> he's with uh, Dave uh, Jacombs. Uh, Dave Jacombs, sorry. Um and he, they they are, they have two NASCAR Canadian Tires championship under their belt. So uh, seeing them come in there with JP and a team that has some experience there, he he was able to start off in 14th and, and his finishing position was, was not too bad in 8th. We'll get to that as well. But uh, so a couple of just teams though, I just couple of teams there that is, are really cool to see. Like, not only is it, um, you know, a young versus old, sometimes you're also hearing a province versus province. And then also, you know, you're also seeing some of these, you know, other other teams coming in and making something happen as well. That's one with the new time, with their, their new team. TJ Reno, Reno Mono he also on um, it with and and uh, Glenn Styers there with David White, mm. um, just, just so a couple of teams there. They were there those and Mark Dilly as well. They were all racing hard, um, but Brandon Watson out out of that team, um, 
you know, leading the way there. But a lot, there were a lot of hard racing in the back of the pack throughout the race. Um, you know, obviously within racing, you, you, there's lap cars that take effect, and there's midfield, back of the field, and there's there's a lot of hard racing all throughout it as well. It wasn't just you know top five guys versus top, like all battling. There there was battles all throughout. There was different strategies, different races all throughout. Um, there was also a lot of different problems too that came into effect too. There was you were walking around the paddock and saw the hood up for the 18 you just happened to have caught that mm-hmm. yeah they were having what was said to be fuel issues so they were after qualifying the tag I, I did see him drive through the pits and um wasn't sure where he was going because i knew the cars were impounded and they were going to get ready to be parked on the front stretch for autograph session but uh and then, yeah, I saw him, and they were working on the car, and I asked an official what was going on, and, you know, at the time, didn't know. But he eventually, you know, they wrenched on that car and got it back out there. So the other thing that happened that I, I, I'm leaving out for this for this night of racing was that we were about an hour ahead of schedule. That The the he, super stock and the uh the four cylinders they they did such a good job at racing that they put us an hour ahead of schedule so they were they were really rushing to get tags car uh you know 22 racing back out there onto the grid which they did and and because he missed the start grid uh he had to start at the back, but which was fun watching you know, him race through up to seventh. He was doing it, yeah. He was doing good. He was he was hauling because it looked like they had some issues again in the middle of the race. I posted another video with the hood up on the car. They were doing. I'm not sure what they were doing. I didn't get a. I didn't get I get a word on what was going on. But you know, he made it back out there on on track. So Sunsets. there were lots of teams. There was there was lots of teams that did a good job. How about tires? Um, tires were an of, issue. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you. Oh, tires! <laughs> tires were visibly an issue. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Being being at the side of the track, uh, you could um, you could. That's what actually kind of happened in the in the the super stock race. I I was watching those guys and and they were pushing the top. Or there's only eight of them there, but the top four, five of them that were real close together, they were pushing and pushing and pushing. And I thought to myself, you boys, you got to watch your tires. Like, how many laps? And I see them cross the flags, give them the halfway to go. And I hear the announcer say, halfway, 20 laps. And I thought, oh, my goodness. So watching the and inevitably, they just started having tire issues. So inevitably, that just I figured that was going to happen in 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 the Pinty's race, and it did. And you really saw drivers, some drivers, really really struggling with uh, probably right rears. That's where it looked like they were they were getting lots of issues. Uh, TJ Rinomato <clears throat> looked like he was in Formula Drift out there. Um, you know, I believe Brett Taylor broke a rear end. That was this 
disgusting. I don't know if you know what rear end oil smells like, but that track reeked for probably a good 15 minutes of rear end burnt rear end oil. It was pretty funny, but anyways, yeah. And so the drivers started changing lines. You could see that, you know, diamond in corners, late late entries to get to get that straighter drive off and sunsets that kind of track it's small nice high banking lots of room to run around Mm -hmm. um two three wide sometimes three wide lots of times actually and 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 i would say that there was a moment in that race where you know Mark Antoine passed LP for the lead three wide. LP on the outside, lap car in the middle, and Mark Antoine dove it down the inside. And I just thought that's that's a statement. I think to to the champ, like, hey, you're not the only you're not the only uh, champ champion that's that's gonna that's gonna be here. So. Um, that was pretty cool to watch, but they 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 had a competition caution at, at lap one twenty five, which was halfway through the race to change tires and and make adjustments to the cars. So maybe you can answer this because I I feel like I've missed this. They must be doing are they doing this because of the cost of tires right now? It's going to be something that is cheaper for. It's bringing lots more teams in. You know they don't have to worry about pit road stuff and the you know as you can imagine as we know with some of our racing friends how the cost of tires are and gas so i'm sure yeah that, that definitely also with staffing and with the with the crew of teams and that absolutely you know we saw that brought in with the truck series and other series higher up higher up tier series and that was yeah. something that was brought into the pity series to help with that uh, but so and it and, didn't make you know what can i be honest with you it didn't I wasn't upset by it. You know, we ran 125 laps. You know, th- this is the only... I'll tell you what my issue with it is. But we had, we ran 125 laps. They all come in. They get tires. Everybody gets a break. You get a break from... As much as I love the sound, you just get a bit of a break from the sound, right? That constant just... Right? You get a break from... You just... Everything gets to calm down. The drivers get a break. Cars get a break. Everything gets to just chill out for a little bit, and then we get to go back to racing. So, the only thing I dislike is that when they come out of the pits to line up behind the pace truck, they just start counting laps. So I'm right. like, well, well, like it, it's not. Then they're not racing 100, 250 laps. Like I understand why caution laps count, but that's right. why I hate. Like I understand why stage laps count in the middle, you know, between the stages. But part of me, I just, I always feel like, well, anyways, doesn't matter. So it didn't the, ruin the race. So we the saw race was a lot of hard racing before the break, you know, DJ and laps racing very hard for P3. So there was a lot of guys that were racing, you know, they, they maybe the team. And DJ a contender. Break. Can I say DJ a contender? And then his like, tire goes down. Good. And then we, we skipped over Watson uh, with 196 to go. He, he came around in turn three. He was lapped. 
as it took him yep. to get around the the nine got loose just by himself in the entry of three um, but mac he he dominated most of that race so there's a lot of guys you know uh you know brandon's racing up their tags is racing up there uh from a uh from the mishaps before the race andrew ranger apparently had a you know what box of a car um uh, so he was dealing with that. So there's a lot of guys mm-hmm. racing towards this break going, Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Probably going, sure. Oh, I can't wait till this break to be able to Surviving. make some adjustments or something. You know, other guys Surviving. making it up through the field too. We saw Rangers, uh, uh, sorry. I'm uh LaCroix. Like, no, I didn't yep. hear anyone mention the Kevin LaCroix, Kevin LaCroix working hard to get up there, uh, up to the top five before the break. And um, there's a point well, where and, even and, Ranger was trying to stay ahead of yeah. Mac before getting getting lapped. I mean, Kevin did what he needed to do. He stayed out of trouble. I believe he's won there before uh, in the series, but uh, he was he was quietly quick all night and and needed to be where he was when he needed to be. I'm pretty sure Kevin would be pretty happy with a top yeah. a, a top a top five. To start the season, considering how some, some starting eleventh, finishing fifth for went. the seventy-four. Um, but yeah, so we in, you know, we saw, and, and as I mentioned earlier, also going up to this break, we saw a lot of that. You know, we saw Raphael Lassard getting up in there. Um, we we yeah. saw a lot, of, and as I mentioned earlier as well, there was, was there was guys right there was guys that were kind of that were already lapped that were also in in the mix of it um drivers like we, we were hearing lots for uh, of uh, you know glenn styers and um you're hearing mm-hmm. lots of wallace stacy these guys that were working hard back there um dexter stacy actually you know who you know who really impressed me too is gary clute gary i Clute. spoke with gary yeah. earlier Six. The, and he's he he kind of said he didn't think he was going to do that well. He's been out of the awesome car guy, for too long, and and he 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 finished up there in sixth. You know, Brandon ran into bad luck, but at the end of the day, that came, was fun watching him race a, up. With third place, uh, he's a great he's a great driver. He's really he's. He's really gotten honed his craft better. Like I was watching him. So you know what I noticed with his pole lap than I noticed with everybody else's lap that they did in qualifying. And this was something I used to recognize with uh, Top Gear. If you ever watched old Top Gear, I know you did, but if our listeners did, and when they would do, you know, Star in the Reasonably right. Price Car, do you remember this? Yeah, absolutely. And so, if, for people that might not know, they would put this celebrity in a in a in a simple car, something cheap and affordable, and they would do a lap around this racetrack, and then they they compete against or other F1 driver. They had a separate list for F1 drivers. They had a separate board yeah. for the F1 drivers. Yeah. So, anyways. And what I noticed there was that if the lap looked boring, it was really quick. And if it looked really quick and exciting, it was usually really slow. Well, Brandon's quality lap was like he came out of two on his first lap. And the first thing I thought was, wow, he's kind of going slow. And then I immediately went, I bet you this is a good lap. (laughs) And he comes out and he nails it. He is just so smooth and technical and precise. 
and got up to thirty. That's what got him up to third. I think you'll win. I bet Podium. you any money. I bet you. I bet you he wins a race this year. Oh, he'll win a race. He, no for doubt. Sure. No I don't doubt. know where. I can't wait to see him on the road courses. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not sure where he'll win. But he'll definitely he'll definitely win a race. This this weekend, you know. Uh, speaking of a few other drivers in there, Sam did a really well, good job. You know, I was actually really impressed the whole race, as at the quality of um, the driving standards, and I think that goes to the the race director over at the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, Rob Sharp. I spoke to Rob earlier that day. I just quickly asked him, you know, how, what tone he was going to set for the series that year. You know, you know, being the first race at a notoriously uh, aggressive and bumpy, like rough track, and he and basically he just said, you know, he's going to it's going to be respectful you know guys they all know what they're doing they're all there for a reason like they're, they're all good enough to be there we're working towards the same the same goals and the same things and you know it's just i think he's going to be a good race director i think he's going to be fair and harsh when he needs to be but but i think he's going to run a tight ship which will be which will lead to great racing later on in this season. Nice. Um, yeah. And it's always good to hear from the, from them. Um, yeah, definitely. Can I just quickly thank the NASCAR Pinty series, Sunset Speedway and, uh, Caitlin Patrick, who is NASCAR PR, who signed us me in and, and dealt with all my stupid questions because I'm a little <laughs> bit new at the media portion of going to the races. And uh, just thanks to everybody there, the teams. It, it was fantastic. I had such a – it was so fun and therapeutic. It was two years since I've been to a racetrack. And it was just – man, I didn't realize they needed it as much as I needed it. So it was it was good to watch and the battles like I said they were just respectful battles. Yes, there was some some bumping and some some touching, but I don't think anything too too sinister. Would you would you agree? Um. So yeah, it was. We saw some rubbing and touching, but uh, so so going back to going back to where the situation was, there was only six cars on the lead lap going to the break. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, so after the break, on they the were start, moving with 122 to moving. go. Yeah. It was a battle uh, for a point there with, of the, the La Belle de Provence between the 74 and RAF. With, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we saw them battling with each other and then things got physical sometimes between other drivers with, uh, um, Tag also getting up in there in the mix with some of the, his fellow Quebec drivers. We're seeing a lot of even uh, a big a big scene of that coming up. Um, yeah, uh, which which I think you can probably say every season. I bet, eh? But uh, more than ever now. Uh, yeah, it seems that way. That's for sure. 
and then we so but with with contact especially with yellow when the yellow came out with 110 to go dexter stacy glenn styers brian cathcart in the mm-hmm. in a wreck in turn four you know that that gave watson and um a chance to to gain another lap and then that set him yeah. up for the next yellow which where he was able to get the lucky dog um well, there's a that, couple of cautions and that accident that wreck was unfortunate too because i didn't i didn't get to see the entire thing so being at the track live like that you it's often hard to see everything that happens because they don't have it on replay. But I caught Dexter sideways and then and Glenn Styers and Brian Cathcart just come in nowhere to go. No, basically just a racing incident. There wasn't so, so much physicality, but there's a lot of pressure. Get drivers getting each other a lot of pressure. We saw a lot of guys, you know, run it into certain turns, but you know, when it's it sounds bad but with that this track you're able to actually do that you're well, able to to run it three wide in the turn and and, and run a high side um yeah and make something yeah. happen on the high side at sunset and so we saw a lot of that end up happening at the end of the race there's just a lot of pressure being applied by the drivers and especially like the young drivers that were coming up we saw the number eight um coming up there in in uh with mac and giving him pressure at the end of the race there and seeing him and Mac get into it eventually. I know there was a couple other cautions as well um, that set up for this green, white checkered NASCAR overtime. Um, and I believe it was, there was a couple of cars. I, th- I think it was, I think it was Dexter Stacy. Unfortunately with the bullies truck stop, they got some good TV time bullies truck stop, but it was, because uh, things ended up going uh, down for them, uh, that that they were in that rack actually with the that I had mentioned earlier uh, with deck, um, but but yeah with the the green white checkered NASCAR overtime Mac and Raff making contact. That's where the you know they they made contact right off the start. Mac made his contact. Raff got him back with a little hey. They both were just saying hey. I'm here, and uh, they did it a little too much. When they got the white flag, uh, Trey snuck by. Trayton Lasevich sneaking by for his first win. Well, so just good to go back a little bit to touch on a point you made about this this pressure. You know, not so much physicality, just a lot of pressure, and there is. It just seems like no, there's no breaks. Do you know what I mean? Nobody. They're racing flat out all the way and that was something that came into endurance racing endurance racing used to be a lot of 80 percent save the car save yourself you know it's a long way to go you're probably gonna you probably can win the race due to other cars just falling out um but it with nascar now or oval racing now there and and like endurance it's there's no taking your time there's no waiting it's every position you can get at every moment you can get it i mean yes you need to wait and sometimes you need to take your time but what i mean by that is that you, you're caught like you said that applying pressure you're just caught everything's going 100 percent so if you make a little mistake, a little mistake doesn't cost you one position. Exactly. It now costs you four positions. So yeah, you're, they're just on it like the entire time, and and they were they were flat out 
for the entire race. And, and you know, Trey, I saw a quote saying that he didn't have the best car. Well, that doesn't always matter. With RGC the, you Sports, and I talk about quick, quick. Yeah, they had a good car, in my opinion. Yeah. But <laughs> but you and I always talk about this, right? It's It doesn't matter how you win. It's that you were there Absolutely. to win. And yeah, Trey real, did that. Real quick here, let's go through the uh, top 10 and then a little bit of a moment we saw after the race. Uh, so sure. Trayton Lapsevich, P1. Raphael Lassard uh, getting second. And Brandon Watson rounding up that podium. And, yeah, uh, he what a rebound! He made it up there. Him. Oh yeah, big time! What a, what a rebound! And out him. of all the guys that they, you know, tags had a bit of a mishap. Kennington had a bit of a you rebound. They, you know, the biggest rebound obviously was Watson. Um, Mac, he was able to stay up there after a bit of that stuff from the 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 finish there in fourth. Mm. Kevin Lacroix, as we had mentioned earlier, with fifth yep. place. Um, Gary Clute sixth. Tag seventh, yeah, wow. JP Bergeron eighth, LP Dumoulin ninth, and Mark Dilley tenth. Um, but yep. so obviously, like with uh, Brett Taylor, Glenn Styers, Dexter Stacy, and Larry Jackson, all weren't able to finish the race, unfortunately, um, all due to and Larry looked issues. good too. Yeah, we yep. didn't talk about him. He was looking good. He was on it all day long too. So, you know, it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good field of cars. I mean, twenty cars. That's, that was a good race. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and it was. It's on FullRacingTSN.ca, and it's. It's. It was. It, you can see clips of it on our on our page too. It was. It was t- totally entertaining that that finish there, um, for for the way the the season started. Absolutely great start to the season to the 2022 season, and also a great start for Trayton Lapsovich. And we especially saw that uh, post-race, DJ Kennington mm-hmm. giving props to Trey Lapsovich on an awesome race, obviously with yep. some of their mishaps from the 2021 season. And, um, you know, obviously, it, I, I uh, if I, I were in the shoes of Trey, and, and I'm not speaking for him in any mean, but I, I would obviously be, you know, maybe it wouldn't probably bother me. Maybe it wouldn't even cross my mind, but I would know, like, uh, that's this race, and I know this guy, you know, whatever, maybe maybe something would happen, but who knows. But that props that he gave Trey would have probably been like, oh, okay, like, nice, you know, like, sweet, like, that's pretty good, you know, like, I, I got this under my belt, I, uh, I'm starting to earn, for sure, earn some respect from my rivals, and those are where the best rivalries are based off of and formed off of. And that's what we, that's, and talk about, we were talking about earlier about the old versus young and talk about mm-hmm. it for sure. For what to talk about a for sure example of that. And when just imagine when, when DJ was younger, I'm sure he was in that boat and I'm sure mm-hmm. he had guys going up to him, you know, call him young man, this and that. And now he's the guy going, so there's got to be a bit of that too, where hey, this must be cool for DJ, where this is like, you know, this is all part of his career, when you when you end up getting in those those later years, and uh, that that's so cool to see. That was an awesome photo you took, Wallace, of them, uh, you know, having a little bit of a moment there. Yeah, I was just 
right place, right time. I can't say that I did anything right. particular special. I will say that I recognized the moment I saw him coming up. You know, that was after after all the celebrations and everything that had gone on on the front stretch. So DJ didn't even interrupt him. Let right. him do his thing. Everybody was gone, and he had walked over, and I, I you know, because c- of what happened, happened last year at Delaware, uh, I, I thought, oh, I got to shoot this and get this on, on photo at the very least, and um, got a good photo, was was fortunate enough to tell, say, good run, you know, great job. It was fun battling hard with you out there for a little bit, uh, you know, you know, well-deserved and and he and he walked away so it was cool to be there and see that for sure and and might i add that dj is looking super fit this year super fit so you know he had some bad luck tonight but uh i think dj's come back stronger and faster for for the 22 season yeah you could tell during that whole race and he has the best livery by the way um, in my opinion, so far, like hands down, yeah, that that Castrol Edge is a, oh, is really? a sweet livery. If I had to quickly pick my favorite looking car for the night, I actually would have to say I really liked. Uh, I really like uh, Mark Antoine's. Yep, I like both I Rangers where and he Max. Gets the number from. I wonder. Yeah, hey, that's see, something we'll I have like, to find out when I maybe. Uh, I should ask him. Yeah, because yeah, right. I like Andrews because I like the number too, as as well. Sorry, I like 27. 20, 92 is such a high number. I know you. <laughs> we have sixty six and and what number is Dexter? Ninety eight. Hey, yeah. Well, that's something we're gonna have to ask him um, when we see him. Maybe this weekend no, Wallace, when uh, we're going yeah. down to Mossport. Uh, Going to be there. The Woms will also be there, will be there. again. You will be there. Um, I'll yeah. Be there. It'll be a yeah. Uh, it'll be a good time, and I'm excited to go camping for my first time there, and going to see uh, the first world course race of the season, round two of the 22 NASCAR Pinty season, which will of course be on our social media page at the WWOMS Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're going to try to get uh, the best updates that we can from the track to the community from there. Um, also on our website at the wide world of motorsports podcast.wordpress.com and on uh, we'll, we'll have the podcast up we'll have another episode just like this one up again for the round mm-hmm. two um, we'll have that up on our Spotify our Apple podcast Google podcasts and also on the FM dial on CKMS 102.7 Radio Waterloo and CFMH 107.3 Local FM and the Performance Motorsports Network. And um, yeah, real, real excited to see, to, to get to the track again and to be able to, mm-hmm. to you know, get, get these, uh, get the, the, the fan angle, the heart, the, the soul from the track to the community for all of our our listeners so i am pumped ready to go so are our fans hopefully we'll see you down there and, i'll have uh, to live with the fomo this weekend well you know we're, we're looking at a little bit of uh precipitation on the saturday the sunday will be clear it'll be par- mostly partly cloudy throughout the weekend so racing wise we're going to be seeing some um probably some hopefully normal racing 
Uh, hope, hopefully the rain's gonna stay away. But we all know how it goes at Mossport. It's like the it's like the Bermuda Triangle. The uh, so it's like it, it could you could do all four seasons in mm-hmm. in one weekend, especially for that Victoria I've been there. Day weekend. Yeah, I've been yeah. There so in Moss, in Moss, when it was pouring rain, and it for a pin, the Pinties race this this weekend, it was pouring rain in Moss, and it was sunny and clear on the front stretch. And shockingly, this is how good those drivers are. They come flying down down into moss on slick tires and they, yeah and, the wet. and i thought oh my goodness here goes here goes the field and they all made it through they yeah. all made it through perfectly with their it's touches, his, so. it, it, it's a great uh track for racing some of our listeners might know obviously through the camping world truck series or even some of our listeners might know through the sports car stuff so it is a great yep. track for all racing and it is always good to be there and um you know, again, thanks to NASCAR and uh, Caitlin Patrick and all of our compadres in the media center from this past weekend and for yeah. the upcoming weekend. We'll be looking forward to for that again. And it's, uh, you know, racing's, you know, it's all over now. It's racing. That's <laughs> all I know. All over now. It's racing. It's true. To quote the, to, to quote the great Dale Jr. there. My favorite. So we want to talk is that your favorite racing quote that's probably the one i say all the time i guess my favorite is from michael steve mcqueen in lamar and as michael delaney and he says uh racing is life anything else that happens before and after is just waiting right that's that's some good stuff too that's actually a really good one too probably one of my most it's my favorite quote do you know what one of my my other favorite quotes is i thought camp out here i thought you says i was all right spider (laughs) you says i i yes and if there was if there are any good fellas fans out there they will definitely know what we mean by that Um, and, and also, that's all we, we're gonna. That's gonna be our reoccurring thing on the, the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, check us out at the WWOMS. Listen to us CKMS one hundred two point seven Radio Waterloo CFMH one hundred seven point three Local FM and Performance More Sports Network for past future episodes of the Wide World of More Sports. That just that looks like about it. Wallace, well, that just about wraps it up for this edition. What do you say, bud? We'll see you, you know around. What, I always, what do you, you know always what say, I always Spider? Wanted to be? You know what I always wanted to be? A media guy. <laughs> We're living the dream, man. We're living the dream. We'll see you around the bend, folks. Adios. Adios.